Nerd Corner, but she told me to walk this way. Down on the corner. Nerd in the street. Alright boys and girls, JD here once more with part two of JD and Vic Talk Comic Movies. So we're just going to jump straight back into where we left off, completely unedited and unabridged because we were having fun. Over to you, past us. I, I'm, I'm really excited about where the DCU is going. Yep. Um, because we know where Marvel's going. Yeah. They're tried and tested now. Yep. They've got like, let, let, let's pull up. Because you haven't even seen Ant-Man yet, have you? I haven't seen Ant-Man yet. And that's telling. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. They've gotten to the point now where it's like, yeah, I'll see it. I'll that, see it. And this was the thing when Ant-Man came out, a lot of people were like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait for video. Okay, so, so far, we've had Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Hulk, then there's S.H.I.E.L.D. started, Iron, sorry, Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers, right? Iron Man 3? Yep. Yeah, Iron Man 3, S.H.I.E.L.D. started, Thor, um, Age... Age of Ultron? No. No, that can't be right. No, okay, Winter Soldier. Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier, sorry. Winter Soldier. Which is in itself a fucking great film. Great film. Uh, Guardians, Age of Ultron. That's what we've had so far. So they had one, two, three, four, Eleven, four, five, eleven films. Eleven films. Yep. Right? Eleven amazing, fun films. Yep. They're tried and tested With now. varying degrees of quality throughout. That's right. They're tried and tested. The DCU doesn't exist yet. No. They, they're saying that, oh, Man of Steel is the start. It's like, well, it's not a cinema. It's, it's not even a... It's, it's, it's a movie. Yeah, it's just a movie. There's, you can't... There's nothing built around it yet because nothing else has happened. Now, <coughs> this is where it gets interesting, though. The original plan, if you believe rumours, was it was supposed to start with Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Yes. Yes, but it failed miserably. For good reason. Yeah. As yeah. is well documented, I'm a massive Lantern fan. Yeah. That film is not good. Yeah. You know the one thing I love about that film? Mark Strong and Sinestro. No. No? Blake Lively. <laughs> yeah, no, she's... I'm just a huge Blake Lively yeah, fan. Yeah, no, she's... glamorous. Yeah? Yeah, but yeah... Yeah, sorry. Things are good. It's... I, 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 I had heard that. It was supposed to start with Greenland, which would have been a harder jumping off point, I think. Greenland. Yeah, yeah, because he's not as mainstream as the rest of the characters, like, like, you know, everyone knows who Superman is. Everyone knows, everyone. Who, everyone knows who the Flash is. Yeah. You know, so that, and was, that was before the TV series started. Yeah. So they were much more credible jumping off points. Yeah. And then to do it so poorly, I think that was when they went, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't do it yet. No. We're not ready. No. We're not ready for this. Like that, that movie tanked. Yeah. We can't build an empire. On that. Off that. Which by the same token, if Iron Man had been shit, we wouldn't be sitting having this conversation. No, none of these... No, there would never have been a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. God, no. It would never have existed. No. You know, because even now, the comics are shit. Yeah. <coughs> none I, of those characters are any good in comics. The Guardians? I don't, I, don't, I don't like them. I've read the Dan Abnett run, of which that's, the movie was mostly pulled from. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's I, not fantastic. I gave it a lot, of, a lot of extra points because I love the movie. Mm. So, for me, like, the... The reason that none of, like, that film... The film flies. Yeah. That film's probably the best, if not second best, out of, the, out of all of them. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite of them all. Yeah. But in terms of the characters, you know, you're talking Star-Lord, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, Groot. Those characters to me, when you, when you, when you come to me and you go, Vic, here's the, M, here's the MCU. Here's every, here's every character that exists. They are not even in my top 100. 
because there are just so many other characters who are so much more interesting, so much more fun, can do so much more with than those characters. Just that yeah, they they did such a good job to make them rel- rel- relevant. relevant. Yeah. Because they weren't before. No. Nobody, nobody had ever even heard of the property until they announced the film. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I had no idea. I never heard of him either. I knew who Thanos was. I knew who he was because I had to Google him after Avengers. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, I, I knew who he was because I'd seen him pop up yeah. in the comic books. Well, see, on the Marvel side of things, I've only ever read, like, as a younger fan, I only ever read X-Men, X-Men. and Daredevil. Yeah. So... Any of these other... This, I think this is probably why I enjoy the Marvel films more than I do the DC films. Because I'm a massive DC guy, I know what's going on. And Mar- you can't be as disappointed. That's right. I go into a Marvel film, I go in to watch Iron Man, and I'm like, all I know from Iron Man is when he was guest spotted on the Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah that, that, that was fun. Or, mm. like, the Avengers, I've only ever seen crop up, like, in comics when they've crossed over with X-Men. Yeah. During, like, Onslaught and things. Yeah, AVX. Yeah, that sort of shit. Mm. And I think that's why... I'm enjoying these films a little bit more, and probably because they're better than the DC. But yeah, as you're saying, the the DC stuff hasn't even kicked off. It's just a film. That's right. So the next the next three films are Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, and then JLA Part One. Yeah, they're the next they're the next three films. Suicide Squad really surprises me that they've gone straight to that. Well, I think what they've done with it is. They've done the same thing that DC did with Iron Man. Marvel. You have to, uh, sorry, yeah. Marvel, you're right. Um, I, yeah, everyone has to remember that Iron Man was in the dollar bin. Yeah, he was nobody before that film. He he, Going beyond nobody, he was hated. Yeah. No one liked Iron Man. It was a crappy book. It was about an alcoholic who had too much money and, and they, they periodically tried to save him. And he would just keep falling back down. Yeah, and he, he wasn't even an interesting or fun character to read. Nothing. There was nothing interesting about him. The best thing about Iron Man was that he funded the Avengers. Yeah. That was the only thing interesting about him. Yep. You know? And then the films saved him. And, you know, consequently, like, they've done a lot of work with Iron Man in the comics to the point where, like, Tom Taylor's run on, on Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. Is it, it Invincible Iron Man? Uh, Superior. Superior Iron Man. That's probably one of, one of the best comics I've read in the last couple of years yeah. across all comics. Yeah. Not just being like, oh, it's by an Australian and it's Iron Man. Yeah. No, no, that, that holds up against everything. It's a really good book. Yeah. But we don't get... Tom Taylor doesn't get to write Superior Iron Man without that movie. Without Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I don't think... You can go one further step than that. We don't get the success of those Iron Man films without that man. If you cast anybody else in that role, I don't think it would have taken off as well as it did. Me either. I think, I think that's because he fit... He is Tony Stark. Yeah. To the point where he doesn't only look like Tony Stark. He acts like him. But he even acted like him before. Yeah. Like, don't forget, Robert Downey Jr. was the dude in rehab all the time. He yep. was always getting arrested. DIY. He was the blood of all those jokes in the late 90s. He got he got fired from Alec McBeal for his substance abuse problems. He yep. went through all of that. Caught with hookers. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is. He's Tony Stark. Exactly right. And now And he, when Iron Man gets his arc reactor and gets his redemption... It's very much the same thing that happened to Robert Downey Jr. He got Iron Man, suddenly he's back on the radar. Yeah, Tony Stark gets Iron Man, and, and so does Robert Downey Jr., and they're back, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's... The most perfect casting of anything ever. Yeah, and I think that's what DC's trying to do with Suicide Squad, is that they're taking a property that's not particularly relevant. No. And, because all the characters in it are really irrelevant. I think that's why... They've pushed Joker and Harley so hard. 
and Batman. Yeah. Like, the, the only reason we saw that image, right, because I'm making this prediction about Suicide Squad, right? Yep. The, the image with Joker and Harley in the car, Batman lands on the car, is going to be the opening sequence. Yep. Right? That, yeah. So that, that's how she's going to end up in that cage, is because Batman's going to catch her in the Joker. Yep. You know what I mean? And that and then Batman's gone. Yeah. And that's, uh, But I think that's all you need from Batman for that film. 100%. You don't want any more than Batman of him in that. You don't want him there. Anything more than that, it becomes Batfleck Begins. Yeah. Exactly right. So I, I, I think they've, they've done that just to give it the notoriety. Just to be like, hey guys, we've got the Joker, we've got Batman, you know? And then people are going to fall in love with these characters. People are going to fall in love with Harley Quinn. Oh yeah. You know, and I would have liked... Because this is his first live action Harley Quinn. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen her with the big hammer rather than the bat. Oh, she'll use it. But what I did really like, out of the footage I've seen from it, is when she cocks the bat like a shotgun. Yeah. You know, like it's a really fun thing. Like they're kicking ass because, you know, she's she always carries the, um, the, the strong man hammer. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, she's yeah. Always got, and she's flicking it around, stuff like that. And she's quite acrobatic. And when, when I, I didn't see her with the hammer, I was like, oh. I, I think Margot Robbie's perfect casting. Yes. She's amazing in it. And the way they're doing her, I would have liked to have seen her much more cutesy in the suit. Yep. But when you look around her, everyone else they're doing, they have to do her that way. Yeah. Because we have can't to. have that suit next to Killer Croc. And DC's doing something Marvel isn't. And DC is saying, this shit isn't for kids. Yep. We're not doing movies for kids. Yep. You know, so we're going to give you a sexy, tattooed blonde who's a psychopath with a baseball bat. Yep. You can't sell that to a four-year-old. No. You know, and DC has done that intentionally. Yeah. And they did that with Superman where they killed a bunch of people. Yep. They went, you have to, you have to realize that this guy is a god. Yeah. He can literally destroy the earth if he wants to. So when he makes a mistake... It's a colossal one. It's a big one. Yep. There are real consequences in this world. Yeah. Like, what I noticed in Iron Man, number one, kills eight guys the first time he goes out as Iron Man. Can you can you picture it? Yeah, when he goes to liberate the village. And they're holding the guns to the women. Yep. Bang, 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 bang. And they all die. Yep. They're not rubber bullets. He's... He's just killed eight people. Yep. You know what I mean? Iron Man kills. No he, follow-up. Nothing. No flashback, no nothing. No, no splashback, sorry. No nothing. He kills. Yep. And there's no no compulsion about it. Yep. You know, whereas Superman feels great guilt about what's happening. Yeah. He knows he's making mistakes. I think that's when he kills Zard. Because that's the thing that everyone's like, oh, Superman doesn't kill. Uh, Yes, he does. Yeah. Superman is not Batman. Yeah. He will kill if he has to. Yeah. You know, he doesn't like to and he feels great remorse because he he has taken on the Earth's protector role. Yeah. You know? And if he kills anybody, because he can just go, he can... He could absolutely... He could fix everything. Yeah. If he chose to. And there's a really great bit during one of the early Green Lantern stuff with when Kyle Rayner was the only... My favourite Green Lantern. Mine too. When Kyle had the power of Ion. Mm. And Kyle was literally fixing everybody's problems. Mm. Superman bows him up and basically says, Kyle, well, you've got to stop. And he's like, but I can help everybody and I can do everything. He's like, just because you can... Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should because that makes you a god. Mm. And he's like, I could do that. Mm. I choose not to. I help where I should. Mm. not where I can. Yeah. And I think that's the big difference yeah. when it comes down to Superman v Batman. Yeah, and people people need to be... People need to be allowed to fuck up. Yeah. People, how, do, how do you learn if there's always going to be someone there over your shoulder going, don't worry, I'll get you. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, and even Superman can't be everywhere all the time. That's right. Well, that's what makes that character so fascinating because when I was younger, I'm like, oh, Superman's boring. The more I think about it, the more I read of him. 
he can do anything, but he can't be everywhere. Yeah. And that's that point, and that really gets to him. Yeah, he, he can't be omnipresent. No. You know, he's all-powerful, but he's not omnipresent. Yeah. You know, he's he's unrivaled for power. Yeah. There. And that's that's something that makes it really hard to do him in live action. Yeah. Is there's like, how do you present him with something that he can't just go, blick? Yeah. You know, that's the hardest part yeah. about Superman. Is that's that, why you need your generals or your dark sides. Lex Luthor's. Your Lex Luthor's, your Doomsays. Because he, he, he could just kill Lex Luthor with a flick of his finger. Yeah, at any moment, he could just be like, even even if Lex has wearing a fucking kryptonite suit, yep. Superman could still get close enough to flick him in the forehead and shatter his brain. Yeah. He, he could fart too loud yeah. and kill Lex Luthor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how much power he has. Yeah. So the hardest part about doing him in live action, that's why I'm never too critical about... Um, the Superman the, films. The Superman, or especially the um, the Man of Steel, yeah. is because what they did that was very earnest was they allowed him to fuck up. Yeah. They allowed him to make a colossal mistake, which is going to be like the alien invasion in Avengers. It's yeah. going to to ripple through all through everything. Yeah. It's it's going to be everyone is going to throw that back in in Clark and Superman's face forever. forever. And so they should. Yeah. Because he went out on the job and he messed up royally. Yeah, he didn't just fuck up. He fucked right up. Yeah. He let he let uh, an alien level a city. Effectively, yeah. Which is uh, what what we know as uh, it's Metropolis, but it's essentially New York City. It's Manhattan. Yeah. You know, so... It's always been based on it. Yeah, so, you know, you're talking about, what, 20 million people, 30 million people could have potentially died that day? Yeah. You know, that, that's... Because of what he was doing. Yeah, because of the mistake he made. Yeah. You know, and it's... Uh, that's that, that's what gives me hope with the DCU. Yep. Is that I hope that they keep the emotion real because in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe... The emotion is very, it's very, it's very somber and serious, and then they pepper it with happy. Yep. To keep you like, um, you know, language. That was funny though. Yeah, that was hilarious. But they pepper it with things like that, and it's like, is anyone really gonna? Are we gonna let this go? The cap just said language. Yeah. You know, it's like, and he's like, that's never gonna go away. You know, yeah. It's fun. It's fun because it's for kids. Yeah. But what I like about DC is that I hope what I'm hoping they're doing if if. Uh, Man of Steel is to be an indicator is that they're going to give you real emotion. Yeah. It's like, because there are real world consequences when you deal with mortality. Yeah. It's not just a matter of like, oh, Iron Man shot someone with a bullet and he fell over. No, he didn't Ooh, fall over. He blood, killed him. And his brain splattered all over the wall. You and saw that it. guy had a kid. Yeah. And that guy's kid had a brother. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there's Which real I world... think they then tried to, sorry, they tried to do something then with the twins. Yes. With that thing where we sat there, we waited for you to kill us for... Yes, but they did it in a scene. Yep, it wasn't. It wasn't a follow through. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't need the the DCU to be dark and somber all the time. I just need them to to to, to continue on what they promised in in Man of Steel, and yep. that is there will be consequences when our guys mess up. Yeah, and you will see them, and we will make the characters feel them. Yep, you know, like Iron Man who. When he when he gets when he gets bailed up in the in that um, in that cave and he makes the suit and the, yeah. the aircraft and stuff when he comes out kills a lot of people. Yeah. When he from from that point to when he comes back to liberate the village, his body count's got to be upwards of thirty. From the amount of guys he killed getting out of that cave, yeah. Yeah, and and you know the eight or ten he kills in the village. Yeah. He, he his body count is high. Not a speck of remorse. Granted, they're terrorists. But which is that makes it okay. But he still killed them. They're yeah. still humans. Like that's the thing with Batman is like 
I'll never kill the Joker. Yeah. He's the most despicable human being known He's like, to I man. could and should, yeah. but I won't. I could kill him at any moment. There's nothing to stop me except my moral compass. Yeah. You know, and that's what I want from Marvel. I just want some sort of mortality. There's no mortality in the MCU. It's, we're all going to live forever. Yeah. Even though Iron Man's going to retire, he's still going to be alive. Yeah. There's no sense of mortality. And even when they did kill um, Phil Coulson, he came back. Yes. And then they've killed Quicksilver. It's like, well, nobody really cares. No, we weren't attached to him anyway. No. No, because the X-Men did him better. That's right. If they'd killed Hawkeye? Much different. Because they telegraphed that with his family. Yeah. If they'd have killed him, completely different film. Yeah. I thought I thought they were going to, but he's also becoming quite a big property. Like Hawkeye, the, it's it's widely accepted over the since the around was it 2010 when um, the new 52 came out or was it 2011 uh, somewhere there so, so 46 from, months ago yeah so from when the the new 52 came out and they rebooted a lot of Marvel books yeah they, Hawkeye has been the most successful book in the last yeah. couple of years it's just a really solid book I've read it periodically I quite like it yeah. but I'm not a if we're talking archers I'm a Green Arrow guy yeah you know like I've already got an archer in in my quiver <laughs> you know, yeah. I've got one, so yeah. I don't, don't need a I one. don't need one that's purple. I've got a green one. Yep. You know, so I'm not into the books, but as a character in the in the film, I, I'm starting to quite like him because he brings. He's really the only one that brings mortality to the MCU. Yeah, which is I think what they, a lot of what they did with him in Age of Ultron. Mm. And I think yeah. his wife actually may have even said it. Like, oh, there was a bit I can't even remember the line now. It's like, why am I even here? They're all gods. You're here to ground them and level them and keep them human. Yeah. Or yeah. something to that they effect. They need you. Yeah. Yeah, they need you to keep them on the ground. Yeah. And I tell you I what, like, though, one of the best bits in that whole film is that speech he does to the Scarlet Witch. Yes. It's like, we find that robots in a flying city and I'm armed with a bow and arrow. No, None of this makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. 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 And I, but I, I like I like that when he, when he pulls her aside, he doesn't give her the Captain America speech where it's like, it's your duty and it's yeah, patriotism. Yeah, you can do this. And rah, 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 rah. He just went, who gives a shit if this is your fault? We're here. Yeah, fucking Pull your fucking head in. And it's like, you're either going to step out that door and be an Avenger, or you're not. We'll send your brother to get you, and that's fine too. Yeah. He's like, you need to make a choice. And then she steps through the door and rips shit up in one of the best bits of the whole film. Oh, and she's all... Yeah. She's probably my favourite character out of that film, to be honest. Me too. Me too. I'm very much looking forward to seeing where they go with her. If if they give me a Black Black Widow Scarlet Witch film. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm going to have to go and see it in a private room. <laughs> like, yes. like I'm, I'm the man. Like, and, and you know what? I, I think, I don't know if this would have been a Scarlet, Scarlet Johansson decision or a um, Josh Wheaton decision. Mm-hmm. Decision. She shows a lot of cleavage in that film. Much more than they have in any other MCU film because yeah. it's very child friendly. But like, when Ultron comes out, into the party. Yep. And she's in that, that dress. It looks beautiful. She yep. looks amazing. Um, and she's not showing a lot of cleavage in the dress, but they show a lot of images of her bending over. Yeah. And when she's running, she's on all fours. There's lots of boob shots. Right. And then at the end of the film, where her her, her suit is normally sort of zipped up, so like you can obviously see she's got boobs on. She's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah. So you can see she's got boobs. You never see cleavage, so it's never like sexualized. It's just, yeah. she's a woman. Of course she has breasts. Yeah. You know, it's the same way she's got a bum too, where she poops from. Yeah. Like, you see it. Yeah. She's in a bodysuit. But in the end of that film, it's about three or four inches lower, and there's plenty of cleavage on show for yeah. a lot of the film. And I, I, I looked at it, and I was like, well, I'm not complaining, because she's, she's she's gorgeous. gorgeous. But 
I was like, that's it, it surprises me that they went that way because they've had a lot of females. Like even when Pepper Potts was all like, look at me in my sports bra and yep. and bike pants in Iron Man Three, they still Iron didn't Man sexualize 3. her. She wasn't in lingerie. She was in workout gear. She, yeah, she was powerful. She wasn't sexy. Yeah, you know. So like, even when they did, when even when they do bare skin on women, it's in a powerful way. Yeah, and I, I just, I just thought it was an interesting little, just a little input into that film of like, no, we're going to show a bit more cleavage, and they did sex her up a little bit. They gave her a love interest. Yeah, you know, Which, as we said, she did not need. No, she didn't need, because she's interesting on her own. She doesn't need a guy to make her interesting. No, and this whole thing, and we've talked about it before on the show, the whole, all the controversy that came about, oh my God, they took away her ability to have kids, it's so sexist, it's so sexist. That was just, hoopla was everywhere, and I think it it all ties into it, where I don't know where that's even started, if it ties into the cleavage thing. I was was really disappointed when I heard that, when I heard that sort of stuff. I was like, guys, let's just all take a step back here, Get all, let's, not, let's not be armchair activists, right? Because yeah. like, if you lift, listen to my show, you know how anti-activism I am. Yeah, and, I think, not, and it's not a, a sexist, it's a racist thing. It's like just don't be a dick. Yeah, exactly right. It's like don't be a dick. That's not what we're talking. We're not talk, We're not saying that we're dehumanizing this woman by taking away her ability to have kids. She's a Russian fucking spy. She feels that she's a monster because she's an assassin. Yeah, and that's just part of the process she went through, and that was shit for her. And she was mutilated. Yeah, you know, in the same way that you have like. Um, uh, the uh, general mutilation in yep, Africa. Absolutely, you know, it's horrific. Yeah, it doesn't make them less of a woman. No, you know they were brutalized. Yeah, she didn't do it by choice. No, do you know what I mean? She was taken as a child and indoctrinated. Yeah, you know she had Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, absolutely, you she know? did. We're gonna get a story of essentially like Captain America's the first Avenger. Yeah, with Black Widow, I'm sure of it. They're gonna have to because she's got a story that they've spread out over the M- the whole MCU. Yeah, they sprinkled it. It even made it as far, technically speaking, as Agent Carter. Really, I haven't. I didn't watch Agent Carter. Agent Carter was good. Um, it, obviously, it wasn't Black Widow. Like, wasn't um, Daredevil? Uh, no, no, no. Natasha Romanoff oh. wasn't her specifically. They were talking about. Mm. It was the Black Widow program. Yeah, like the proto version of that, sort of fifty years earlier. Yeah, which she came out of exactly. And they actually had a couple of the of the Black Widows or whatever they were calling them in that featured in that show. Mm. So that program then tied in to what they yeah. were doing with what we know as Black Widow. Yeah. So this whole thing where they prepped her origin throughout all of them. And I mean, it's a really interesting way to do it. Mm. But just give us the movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would rather see that than Captain Marvel. Definitely. Definitely. I, to be honest, I would rather see that than another Iron Man movie, another yep. Thor movie. Yep. Like, I've seen these big, powerful dudes done to death. Yeah. They're awesome. Let's keep using them. But give me the chick, man. Yeah. Tell me about her. Well, it's everyone else. Like, the Scarlet Witch has to get a film. She's an Olsen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She, she didn't sign up for this to be a bit part player. No. She, She's yeah. going to get a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? She did not sign up for this to be like, oh yeah, guys, like, look, I'm, I'm really in the, I'm hot. in the background in Avengers. Yeah, like, you know, I'm really hot. I got a leather jacket. I got big boobs and superpowers. Yeah. It's not why she signed up, man. Nope. You know what I mean? She signed up to be a part of something big. Yeah. So they have got to give her something. Yeah. Now, I don't know if, if Scarlett Johansson is the same because she was already huge before. She doesn't need Marvel. No, she, I think she does it because she likes it. Yeah, she doesn't need to be in these films. She's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. You know what? I don't even know the Olsen chick's first name. Um, okay. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. I went to, I went through both the twins and then I went to Susan Olsen who was Cindy Brady. 
Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Then I went to Elizabeth yeah. before I got there. So, like, you know, like, people know who she is by association. Yeah. But you say Scarlett Johansson, they go, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's been in everything for 10 years. It's like when she turned up as basically the bit player in Iron Man 2. Mm. You knew something huge was coming from that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's when they sort of decided to be like, okay, now we're... I, I think when they started with Iron Man, they weren't intending to make a universe. No. I think they set out to make an Iron Man film and see what happened. And that's why, and then they did the post-credits with Nick yeah, Fury. Yeah, and, that, and that, that thing with Nick Fury was like, what do you think of this, guys? And, we, and people were like, fucking yes! Yeah, yeah, everyone was just like, oh my oh god. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then we got Incredible Hulk, which I think is far more maligned than it needs to be. Mm. I mean, Hulk, as you say, not impossible to do on his own. But it's not a terrible film, mm. as far as Hulk on his own goes, because there's not much else you can do with him. Hulk's yeah. going to fight the army, Hulk's going to fight a monster, the end. Yeah. That's what you have to do with a Hulk, unless you're going to do like a World War Hulk or a Planet Hulk, mm. which I don't think we're ever going to get a Planet Hulk. No. And yeah, I, as far as the execution of that film goes, though, I quite like it. Yeah, that was the, the Ed Norton one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good film. But it's the same problem that... Uh, so... The Hulk I akin to Superman in, in cinematic possibilities. Yeah. Right? The difference is you can humanise Superman, you can't humanise the Hulk. No. You, know, you can humanise Bruce Banner, yeah. but you still can't humanise the Hulk. That's right. It, it, when, when he's the Hulk, he can't even communicate. Yeah. So, you know, and he needs to be the Hulk for like, out of a 90 minute film, 30 minutes. Yeah. He has to be. Yeah. He has to be the in character a third of the time. So for, for a solo film? Yeah, for yes. a solo film. Yes. It, it, it can't do, you can't do it any other way, especially once you've done his origin. Yeah. Once you've done his origin, it's like, well, now he needs to be and he's a just big green wrecking machine. Yeah, which is why he works so well in those Avengers films. Yeah, because you let him go berserk, you let him tear shit up for a while, yep. someone puts him to sleep, and then he feels upset for half an hour, which and then he does it again. <laughs> the start of that movie where they're, where they're all in the Quinjet on the way back to the Avengers Tower. Yeah, and yeah. And Thor. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I talked about it, I think, last week as well. The screams of the victims echo from hell. Yeah. But but not murder victims. Yeah. No, they're, they're quite maimed and they've strained their deltoids. Yeah, with torn deltoids. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah I, I, I saw that. I, I remember watching that last night. It's He just he will just never work. No. In, in, in parlance with the other solo films. Yeah. As good as Mark Ruffalo is as Bruce Banner. Mm, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. I think he's probably the best. Other than Tony Stark, he's the best cast character in the MCU. I think. Chris Evans is pretty fucking good. Now? Yeah. Now, when he in the first one he wasn't. No. I didn't think so. He was, yeah, hit the ground running. Was Tony Stark, was um, Mark Seven. Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Sorry, I completely blanked even though we're talking about him. Um, as far as other perfect casting goes, um, Vincent D'Onofrio was um, Kingpin. Yeah. And maybe Loki. Loki was pretty good, but the, the, the difference with Loki is as soon as he puts that hat on, he's Loki. Doesn't matter who's wearing it. Well, that's true. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter who's wearing it. It's, but it's like with, like, like we said before, if if uh, Robert Downey Jr. isn't Tony Stark, we don't have this. Yeah. No one else was going to step into that role and do what he did because there were a lot of names floated before him. Yeah. Tom Cruise was one of the names that was floated. Oh Jesus! Could you imagine it? <sighs> I wouldn't have watched it. No. I'm really anti-Tom Cruise. Yep. Since Mission Impossible 1. Yep. I uh, know, 2. Since 2 came out, I'm really anti-Tom Cruise. Because I, I really... This is going to turn into the Tom Cruise discussion. I love him in Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. I've, I love Top Gun for all the wrong reasons. Me too. Because it's so the atrocious, most, it's great. And the most homoerotic film ever. Oh, God, is it ever. <laughs> um, 
and I quite like him in that one where he was the clone, where he was fly, flying around in the little pod thing with Morgan Freeman was in it. Um, Edge of Tomorrow? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it Edge of Tomorrow, or was that the one where he was jumping back and forth in time? Because he's done a couple of these weird sci-fi things recently. Didn't he do a Jack Reacher film as well? Oh, I wouldn't watch that. Um, yeah, long and short of it, if it had been Tom Cruise as Robert Downey Jr., we don't have a cinematic film, a cinematic universe. Yeah, for sure. Like, I... I'm I'm just really anti him because of Scientology. Yep. Um, and all of the horrible things you hear coming out of it, I just oh, can't support him. Yeah, no. I can't I can't I can't give him my money. You can't get behind that. No. no. I, and and it's it's a shame that it has because it's like well you know that's his personal life and this is his professional life. It's, yeah, but that that professional life is fueling his personal life. Yeah. If you were if you're if you're paying him ten million dollars argument's sake to do a film, how much of that's going straight into those into that cult's coffers? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I I just I, I can't get call behind it. Yeah, me either. It's cold. Yeah, it's based on a science fiction novel. That's right. But, I mean, let's take it one step further. All religions based off science fiction. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, actually, the Christianity is pretty much the walking dead. Yeah? Jesus is a zombie. <laughs> well, most of... No, this is going to get really controversial. Most of Christianity is ripped directly from all the local pagan stuff in England. From the way back in the day. <coughs> and the Greeks, too. Yeah, the Greeks, yeah. That's what the halo is. Yeah. The halo is, is, is Zeus. Absolutely it is. You know, and, and like the sun behind Apollo and yeah. the Romans. It's, All of that, yeah. But anyway. that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Iron Man 3. Polarizing. Iron Man 3. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad you, you've done the groans. I just, I, just, I, just, I just thought, you know what? You could have given us a Black Widow film there. Yeah, we did. We didn't need to see that Robert Downey Jr. five times, and no one else, because we've got him in Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, Avengers, Iron Man Three, Age of Ultron. Yeah, they could have not had Iron Man Three yet. Yeah, do you mean? I actually, I think it would have been better if they did. After you know, so forget Iron Man Three. Yep, the next Iron Man film will be. Captain America vs. Iron Man, Civil, Civil War. That should have been Iron Man 3. Yep. Because Civil War is actually one of my favourite comic books. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And my favourite part of that comic book is Daredevil. And I'm not a Daredevil fan. I've read very little Daredevil in my life. Yep. But my favourite line in that is when he spits out the, the silver coin to Tony Stark. And yep. he calls him Judas. Yeah. It's all he says. Because he hasn't said a word all the way in. Yeah. He spits the coin out, gives it to him, he calls him Judas, and that's it. Because Daredevil does very little throughout the whole story. Yeah. does. He, he's a bit part player. He gets caught quite early. Yeah, which is pissed me off because I love Daredevil. Yeah. But the rest of the story, <coughs> this movie's going to be great. But without him, he draws the line in the sand. Even though there's like Caps over here and Iron Man's over here. what that, And that you're getting all that stimulus from everyone else as a, as a collective. Yeah. But then you get this one guy who's a very small man in a very big world, who turns around and just goes, you traitor. Yeah. That was a really humanizing moment for me in that whole story, where it was like, this guy who just goes out every night and beats people bloody, turned to you and just said, you are a traitor. Like, everything I've done in the last however many years, you just spat all over that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't get to run around in a metal suit so I don't get hurt. I'm bruised and broken every night. Yep. I've not spent a day in the last however many years without a bruise on my body. Yep. And this is what you're doing to us? Yeah. And all of that was said with one word, Brutus. Yep, no. Yeah, it was a really, really strong moment. I think DC is just kicking goals left and right with their... 
with their representation of characters. I think that's what they did. Yeah. That's one thing you can credit Marvel with is that they took... See, because X-Men fucked it up. Oh, X-Men okay. had the opportunity. They were first out of the gate. Yep. They had the opportunity to be like, you know what? Cyclops is wearing blue. Yep. You know? And like we've got Rogue in green. Yep. And Storm is wearing a white suit. Yep. Jean Grey is this. Like, they had an opportunity to do that. They could have been first through the door. But you know what they did? They were far too influenced by the Matrix. Yes. 100%. And, 100%. and that's why for a good number of years, every person in an action film was in biker leathers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah without doubt. And I mean, those X-Men uniforms, sorry to cut you off there, the trim on them is the right colour. Yeah. Like, so Scott's uniform's got the blue on it, Storms has got the white, Rose has got the green, but, yeah. Yeah, they, they could have done their... So, when I, when I, when I think X-Men representation, I think the 90s uh, Absolutely. cartoon. Absolutely, definitely. That's, that's what everyone thinks when they think of uh, uh, X-Men, you know? Like, that's give, X-Men. Yeah. Give Wolverine the yellow suit. Yeah. You know? Because Maybe not bright yellow, but dull it down a little bit, but make it fucking yellow. Like Cap. Yeah. Cap's suit is dull. It's, yeah. it's not vibrant blue like it is in the comic books. But what they've done really, really well, and this is the one thing that you can credit Marvel with that you cannot take away, you can't give to DC, no. is that they have been true to their characters. Yeah. Everyone else, every, Sony, DC, Fox, everyone who's done comic books, yep. comic book films, has changed their character to make it cinematically viable. Yep. And Marvel went, no, 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 no. None no. of that. You want to watch these characters? You want to see what we've got. You know, yeah. we, we own these guys on print. You love that shit. We're going to bring that to life. Yep. And there's nothing in between. That's what they've done really, really yeah. well. You know, and no one else did that before. Like, I don't want to say Iron Man because you can't not have Iron Man in the suit. I think it was the, uh, the um, it was Thor. Yeah. And the... Because they could have toned that right down. Of course they could have. But they didn't. They went, fuck you. Kenneth Branagh, make that. Yeah, yeah. They all they didn't they even gave him the winged cap at a, at one point like he wears the cap the, briefly, the helmet he, yeah he has the helmet on at one I can't remember what it is but he definitely wears it briefly yeah with the wings on it and yeah. shit you know like they went ultra real on it and like they went true to the source material yeah They're not see I think DC's going the other way like DC's going our source material is much more serious and dark yeah. than Marvel so we're gonna be true to our theme yep whereas Marvel just went no 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 we're gonna be true to our characters yeah we're gonna make Matt Murdock looked this way. Yeah. What did you think of his suit in the end? As a proto suit, I liked it. Thank you. That's my exact. But my, I, you know, my favorite suit, Ben Affleck's. Dead I love suit. that. I love that the Batfleck suit. Yeah. To me, that is. Yeah. Uh, for, for Daredevil, when he, I like him when he's Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. That, that red leather yeah, suit. Sorry. Yeah. Affleck when he's in the the red leather suit. Yeah. Because that is what Daredevil looks like. Yeah. Because in 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 the show, when he gets the suit from um from um, um fuck what's his name. Potter? Yeah. Potter. He's um, the gladiator. The gladiator. Is it gladiator? Yeah. Yeah, it's gladiator. Yeah. So Potter, when he gets the suit from him, he says, I didn't get time to finish it. And that went, when, when I saw the reveal of the suit where he's standing up and there's the, the you know, the shot up and you yeah. see the suit and stuff, I was like, okay, lucky it's not finished. Yeah. So I'm hoping for like, he's going to show up in Jessica Jones or Iron Fist or whatever the next one is. And uh, then, Jessica Jones is out very soon. Yeah. And then it's Luke Cage. I think so. Then I think it's Daredevil 2, and I think it's The Outsiders. Well, they're filming Daredevil 2 now. Okay. So it'll so go... Michael, Jessica, before Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, Daredevil 2, Luke Cage, I think. So I'm hoping by the time we get to the end of Daredevil 2, he's in a red suit, or he's in an all-black suit, or an all-yellow suit, some iteration of the Daredevil suit. That is Daredevil. Yeah, that is Daredevil. Because, yeah, that, the Affleck suit is amazing. Yeah, that's a great fucking suit. 
I actually quite like that film. So do I. I love it. I, I think it's a really, really solid film. Mm. And, and I'm a massive Daredevil guy. Yeah. And put it this way, right? It doesn't have... To, it, it can't be compared to Age of Ultron. No. You know what you have to compare it to? Batman and Robin. Yeah. Because that's where it's from. Yeah. That's where the cinematic universe... That's when cinema was at that time. Yeah. Because it came out in 2003. Or 2000... It was 2002 or 2003. 2003. And at that point, we'd had those four Batman films, Blade, X-Men 1 and 2, and Spider-Man. Mm. Maybe Spidey 2. That was it. Iron Hulk. Yeah. That was it. Mm. For, for Spider-Man, for superhero films for the better part of 15 years. Yeah. 20 years or something. Marvel's done more than that in the last five. Yeah. Yeah. So for 15 years, we had a handful of films that were sporadic. Yep. They weren't popular. No. Nah. They were always like, they they were in the cinema for six weeks, four weeks, and then they're gone. Yep. Like, like Avengers ran for something like 30 weeks or some shit in the cinema. Like it was a ridiculous amount of time. It was in the cinema for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. And that didn't exist back then. So you no. can't compare it to what we have now. Yeah. You have to look at it for what, for what it is. You know, it, it's the same as like getting into a Mustang. Yeah. You know? They look great. Yeah. Have you ever driven a Mustang? No. They drive like dogs. That's not surprising. Corollas drive better than them. Yeah, right. They're a great looking car. And in a straight line, if it's a V8, it'll go real hard. If you need to turn a corner... Yeah, but the second you use that car as your daily commute and try and bring it into the modern world, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. The reason we don't make them anymore. Yeah. You know? Same with, like, the older films. It's like, yeah, look, if you compare it to what was around at the time, it's a good movie. Yeah, because it shits all over Hulk. Oh, fuck yeah. 100%. Which in itself, if they cut out 45 minutes worth of exposition, it would probably be an okay film. Yeah, and I actually thought um, Eric Banner was quite well cast as... um, Bruce Banner. He's not the problem with that film. No, he's not the problem with that film. He's, okay. He he caught a raw deal with yeah. that. Like he could have he could have been where Ruffalo is. Yeah, but he just happened to be attached to a really bad film. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when they when that film tanked, and then like three or four years later, there's another Hulk. It movie. wasn't many. That was it was like four, maybe four years. Yeah, which means it was only two years after it was out they were filming the next one. Yeah. So the, so the criticism of it was still pretty ripe. Yeah, and that, uh, that's why. Incredible Hulk didn't do anywhere near as well as it could and should have. Yeah, because it was still in the shadow of the crappy one. And everybody thought it. it was a sequel to that. And people were like, I didn't like the first one, I'm not going to see this. Yeah. And you know what else? What other film suffered from the exact same thing and that had a much bigger gap between it? Dread. Didn't see it. Really? No. It's, it's quite good. Um, and it's, yeah, I amend that. It was I, Sly? With Sylvester Sloan? Yeah, that's the original, the Judge yeah. Dread. I'm talking about the Carl Urban one. Okay, it, came, it just came out the last couple of years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it tanked on its ass. Because everybody remembered the Sylvester Stallone piece of crap from 1996. They said Demolition Man. <laughs> well, I, think, I love Demolition Man. No, I'm talking about the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd yeah, yeah, yeah. left such a fucking... It was basically Demolition Man too, you're right. Um, such a poor taste in everyone's Even 20-something years later, mm. 23, 24 years, when this next film came out, people still remember the original and shuttle over it. And yeah. didn't go and see it. Yeah, for sure. For that reason. Yeah, I, and I, I think that's... That, that'll happen in Marvel if any of their films tank that character will just go away yeah they'll just be like okay put him on the bench well, I think we've got a big bullpen to play yeah, with yeah we've got no short I think now that they're actually starting to take those real risks Guardians Ant-Man Inhumans Black Panther that, that'll start to be your tell yeah I, I'm the only thing I'm really disappointed with is that they didn't fight as hard for the X-Men as they did for Spider-Man 
Well, see, there's your difference. Spider-Man's always been a big part of whatever the Avengers and that what we're doing. Mm. Where even in the Marvel Universe, the X-Men's kind of a universe in and unto itself. In itself, yeah. Because they do the whole thing with like all the mutancy sort of stuff, and mm. they're like X-Force, X-Factor, all that sort of shit. They're always doing that. Don't really cross over unless they absolutely have to. Yeah, DC's splitting too. It's Avengers one side, X-Men the other. Marvel is splitting. Uh, sorry, Marvel, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, very much that's all the way to And you know what? DC kind of do that as well with the Green Lantern stuff. Yes. With all that Lantern core shit. Yeah. That all happens off on its own. Yeah. And then there's Earth. Yeah. Which is probably why I like Green Lantern stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I think like X-Men's such a big moneymaker and look, out of all these films, all these Marvel films, none of them even touch Wolverine for popularity. No. Not even Iron Man. No. No, Batman doesn't. Nope. None of them touch him for popularity. Not at all. And it's such a shame because, like, because Inhumans is is DC going well. We don't have the mutants, so we got to do something. Yeah, and they've always that's, they've always had those characters. Like, oh fuck it, we can't use the mutants anymore. Yeah, and that's all it is. That's the only reason we're seeing Inhumans. Yeah, is because they can't get a hold of the X Men. Yeah, and if if uh, Fox hadn't have done so well with the la- like X Men First Class and Days of Future Past. and Days of Future Past, if they hadn't have done so well with those. They would have let him go too because the Spider-Man film. They haven't done a good Spider-Man film yet. No, I think they're all they're all good, but not big money makers. I like the second one, like Spider-Man Two with Doc Ock. Yeah, uh, with Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. That's I think good. Andrew Garfield was a much better Peter Parker. Absolutely, he was. Yeah, but I think I don't know what I can't. I like those films, but I can't work out why I don't like them. There's just nothing there. Yeah, that's what it is to me. Like in the Spider-Man films, there's just nothing there. Like I don't. Like, Sp- Spider-Man, to me, is always fun. Yeah. He's a smart-ass. That's why I like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Because he was doing that. Yeah, he was real Oh, creepy. no, my, my, my one week, there's small knives. Flip, flip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, and then he just stands up and goes, flip, flip, duh. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's th- that they did really well. That's why I was surprised. They didn't keep Andrew Garfield and go, you know what? This kid was promising at Fox. Yeah. Wait until he comes over to Marvel's big dick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they go, no, 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 no. We'll show you Spider-Man, this kid. Is, this, is, this is how you do Spider-Man. Yeah, come here, kid. And I, he got a really raw deal. Yeah, he really did. Like, it, I felt really bad for him because he, I, I thought those movies were really good and he obviously cared about the material yeah. because he did it, he did it so convincingly, you yep. know, like he... His Peter Parker was much more convincing than Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, to me, was too, too much the nerd. Yeah. Do you know? He wasn't... Whereas I don't see Peter Parker as the nerd. I see Peter Parker almost like the stoner at school yeah. without the stone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's the, he's the kid who's like, yeah, I'm smart, but I'm a smart ass too. Fuck you, man. Yeah. You know, whereas he's not like, yes, sir, you're no, sir, yes, sir. Oh, my God, did you see the nerd? He's not that no, kid. that's not... Which that's is not. what I saw Tobey Maguire as. I saw him as weak and submissive whereas I saw Andrew Garfield was like yeah, whatever man yeah I'm fucking Spider-Man yeah like you said whip whip yep. you know what I mean like that's I, I really liked him for that and I did, I did really like it the second one sorry to cut you off there again when he's he's just come back from getting his ass whipped Aunt May comes in to wake him up what happened I just cleaned the chimney we don't have a chimney what? It makes no sense to anything but that scene and he just plays that what with such earnestness. It's like, what do you mean we don't have yeah. to Oh no! Yeah. And there's no follow up to it. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, that's, that's, that's the one thing I think that I would have loved to have seen Marvel done. Like, in a world where they paid $4 billion for Star Wars, yeah. I would have liked them to have pushed a little harder to get the X-Men and just forget this inhuman shit. Yeah. Like, give, give, give me Fastbender at Marvel. Oh my god, yes. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you know what happens then? Thanos and Magneto build Magneto's station up in the sky. Yeah. 
You know, like... Thanos comes across and tears down Asteroid M. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you that's you get all that shit then. Yeah. You know, and then they, then they go, you know what? At Marvel and Disney, not only do we own the biggest characters in the world because we own DC, we also got back the other bigger characters yeah. in the world. Because if you're talking about, like, popularity in film, you've got Marvel characters, you've got X-Men, then you've got DC characters. Yeah. You know, and I'm a DC guy. Yes. Batman is... To me, second only to Sherlock Holmes as the greatest creation of the imagination ever. I think he's the. To me, yeah, he's, okay, yep. he's a brilliant, brilliant character, and he's so complex. Yeah, there's so much there, and he, he's to, second only to Sherlock Holmes for me. Yeah, and I'm talking Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock yeah, Holmes, yeah, yeah. not Robert Downey Jr. Proper Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Yes. Yeah, no, I knew what you meant. Yeah. So we got. I went to the Sherlock Holmes Museum when I was in London. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah, on Baker Street. Yeah, it's amazing. I didn't even know it was a museum. I was like, I'm just going to go to two twenty one. There's a museum here. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, shit, yeah. And then a couple of days later, I went and had breakfast at Speedy's. Yeah, I bought a fob watch from there. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, and you know, so but DC's doing uh, Marvel's has done that thing where it's like, no, we've got the biggest characters in the world. Fox has got the next ones. Just, I would have loved to have seen him get those dudes because, like you say, in the comics they don't cross over too much. But who's to say that fucking Wolverine doesn't kick the snot out of fucking Captain America one day yeah. in, the, in the films? Yeah, I would have loved to because one of my favorite moments from Age of Ultron yep. is when they're on the ship and the Scarlet Witch is messing with everyone's brain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Barton. Gets her on the forehead. Yeah, he goes, her. no, I've done that. Yeah, I, I've done the whole thing before. Wasn't for me. Yeah. But the best part in that whole sequence is when Quicksilver punches Captain America. Yeah. Because Captain America's all like, blah, 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 kicking ass. And then there's just this slow motion. Boom. And it's a real solid punch. And Captain America takes it on the chin. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. I would love to have seen Captain America who takes a punch hard fighter dude made of something indestructible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine those two dudes going at each other because Steve Rogers, for all intents and purposes, can regenerate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, enough. Because he's, that, he's the, because of the super soldier, yeah. you know, it's, it's he he can, he heals quicker, right? everything's faster with yeah. him. That's why he can't get drunk. That's right. And, you know, Wolverine has the same problem. That's yeah. the reason that he drinks a lot because he yeah. can't get drunk. Yeah. You know? So, I would love to have seen, like, you know what would be... Because Wolverine's the, been an Avenger. That's right. So it's Beast. This would have been... I'm going to pitch you the greatest comic book film of all time with three words. Yep. A-V-X. Avengers vs. X-Men. Yeah, okay. In terms of money, yep. that movie makes $5 billion. Yeah. It's got every single character that everyone loves. Yep. And it would all be about like it's essentially the Civil War thing, it's, yeah, because it's it's, it's the X Men did fuck all during Civil War. That's right, but it's because they were already feared and hated. What do we care? That's right. We really give and, a shit. And they, already, they already know who we are and they don't like us. So why would we come out and say who we are? Yeah, and they're still reeling from the whole House of anything. Not much, not much prior. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but you've got you've got a world where like the Avengers do that thing. They come in and be like, you know what, that chick, she's too dangerous, guys. You got to do something about her, Jane. Yeah, yeah. no, it was Hope. I was too. Hope. Was hope they yeah. come in they're like, that one. That's, she's going to be trouble. She's you, a problem. Yeah, you need to sort her out. We're not going to come in there and tell you what to do. You we're just telling you we're outside the fence and we're watching. Yeah. You step out here, we will sort it for you. So get your house straight. Yeah. And then, hilarity ensues. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's like that would the fans. that would literally be an operatic drama. Yeah, that yeah. would that would be their Avengers film. Yeah, you know, it, it, and it would make so much money because it's like I love Wolverine. I'm gonna watch that movie. I love Jean Grey. I'm gonna watch that movie. Yeah, I love Captain America. I fuck man. Whoever's in it, you're gonna get love. This is the only thing that worries me about Civil War, the the film. I mean, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic because it's the the last the guys that did. Winter Soldier are doing it. I've got no problem with it. Yep. I'm worried because I've read literally all of Civil War. Yeah. I think I'm going to be... hundred and something issues? Oh, no. I'm missing like two or three shows. I haven't read Punisher. I haven't read, Thund- read Thunderbolts. And I haven't read one of the other. I there are three. that I- And Black Panther. Okay. Those are the three I haven't read yet. I've read literally everything else. I know the full scope of this story. Yeah. What are they going to give me? Yeah. How big can they go? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and that's that's one of the things that I'm really worried about too, is that it's like I don't know how far they can actually take it. Yeah, in a two-hour film. Yeah, you know, like it's Civil it's, War probably should have been the two-parter. That, that's what I think too, because it, you know, there's they even <coughs> they even went so far as to buy back Spider-Man for Civil War for that film. Yeah, you know, like they're, they're going harder. What are they gonna, that. What are they going to do without him? Fucking Daredevil. Yeah. That was my thought before they got him back, because I had conversations with people like, well, what are they going to do without Spider-Man? I'm asking him, like, well, all the Avengers don't have secret identities. It's going to have to be Daredevil. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, who do they do? Actually, I'll tell you what I would love to see in that movie. In, that movie. in the comics, um, Jennifer Walters, the She-Hulk, was the lawyer that defended Speedball, the guy that was responsible for the whole thing. I would love to see Matt Murdock turn up as a lawyer in that film. No sign or mention of Daredevil. Mm. Just he's, he's Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, the blind lawyer, defending someone. Yeah. During that, I would just love that. Yeah, and he never whaps out, he never whips out his batons. He never does any of that stuff. He just goes in, defends her, and goes home. You never see him again. Yeah. I would love that too. I, I love, that's that's something that really, that, that's my, oh shit, yeah. moment in the cinema. It's, yep. it's like when I when I heard Shellhead. Went, oh my god. Yep. I slapped the person I was sitting with. Yeah. It happened to be my girlfriend. She was holding my kid. Oh, so I just missed poor, the kid. Poor old China cops are flogging. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, did you hear that?" She was like, "Shut up, the kid's asleep." You idiot! I can see her tired. You know what I mean? And, and th- that would be one of those moments for me where I'm like, "Oh my god," because she loved Daredevil. China will watch comic book movies. Yeah. Like the very first film we took our daughter to see was Age of Ultron. She was like a couple of months old, right. like two or three months old. Yeah, she slept through the whole thing. Yeah. But, so she'll go to the films, but she doesn't do what I do where like, if I'm, if I've got none of my, no podcasts to listen to, because I have like a set amount that I listen to each week, yeah. once they're all done, um, and I'm like, no, 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 I've got mine, I don't yeah. need any more. Uh, I've, I've got enough in my, I've often got a backlog <coughs> of a couple of weeks worth that I've been through. That's right. But I'll like, if I'm reading a book, because I read quite voraciously, yeah. I will put on a movie yeah. in the background just for background noise I do that while I'm reading while I'm doing the housework whatever and it's always a comic book movie for me yep or seven to me it's always a comic book movie or Ghostbusters <laughs> I love that film it's, it's probably my favourite film of all time yeah but yeah um, Civil War we were on yeah or something I don't know I, I, I'm excited yeah I think it's going to be really good um, I like that it's Avenger vs Avenger like yeah. uh, the the one thing is is that they've picked a very specific comic book to do. Yeah. You know, whereas all the other Marvel films have all been like, yeah, this is comic property and we're we're picking and choosing yeah. and we're giving you a story. Even Age of Ultron, by reports, wasn't the Age of Ultron. No. 
it, it was it was inspired by. Yeah. Based on. Yeah. You know, whereas Civil War is like, they even named it. Yeah. So now they've got to give me Civil War. Yeah. You've got to give me... It's the first time that they've gone, this is what we're giving you guys. Yeah. You know? You're getting... They've set us up for it with an expectation. Yeah. Before they were just like, Thor's coming. Yeah. You got Thor. You're going to see Natalie Portman. You're going to see Cat Dennings. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're going to get Chris Hemsworth and Hannah. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? And he's, someone's going to try and pick the hammer up. He can't lift it. Yep. And speaking of which, that's the best part of Age of Ultron, isn't it? Oh, when it, when it twitches, when, when Cap touches it, and you see Thor's face drop. Oh. It's, it's like half an inch, maybe. Twitches. And then he does the, <laughs> not a budge. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a drink of his drink. Like yes. He, but like, the, two, the two best moments of that film are, are, are around his hammer. Because I really like when the Vision's walking around, he's being very philosophical, and he's Picks like, it up. and he's like, we've got work to do. And he whips it at him. He doesn't even... Oh, he does do, yeah. He doesn't even, like, and like struggle with it. He just picks it up the same way Thor does, and just like, there you go. Take this, we gotta go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be the same, it'd be the exact same thing as, like, Robin going to Batman, and is like, hey man, you forgot these, and whip him a couple of Batarangs. Well, I think, you know it's, even, I mean? I think like, it's even more than that because nobody else is worthy of picking up that hammer. Yeah. It'd be like, say, if Robin picked up Hal Jordan's Green Lantern ring, mm. used it, and then flicked it to him and said, here. Yeah. It's like, have you seen um, Justice League War, the cartoon? Yes. That The best part in that is when Hal's following him through the through the tunnel and he's like, I'm the protector of the universe. I'm the most powerful being, blah, 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 blah. And then Batman goes... How does it work? Yeah. And he's holding it. Yeah. And he's, because he's, he's grifted it from his finger. Yep. <laughs> and Hal's like, what? How did you, uh, uh, yeah. you yeah. know, like that's a really good moment. Like that to me was like, oh, I love that they're so true to Batman. Yeah. Because Batman definitely would have been like, fuck you, kid. Because Batman and Hal Jordan do not get on. No, not at all. Never have done. No. And I think that's part of the reason I like the character because it's interesting to watch because unlike over in Avengers Town, it was like, we're all besties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no internal conflict. Yeah. You know, with the exception of um, Stark's alcoholism, you know, other than like which, in, in the comics, yeah, which even in the movies <coughs> doesn't even become a thing. No, it doesn't at all. And I think if the third one was going to try and do that sort of more earnest thing that they did, give us Demon in a bottle instead yeah. of his his half-ass Mandarin that's not. Yeah. Which I was wondering when, we, when I was going to bring up that twist. I hated what they did. Mm. How they did it though with Sir Ben Kingsley as Trevor was hilarious. Yeah, yeah I really. It liked was a it. shit twist, but very well done. Yeah, I thought it was really good in that they when they turned around and were like, "Huh, he's not really the Mandarin." I was like, "Okay, so have you just retconned the Mandarin?" Yeah, like so the Mandarin can never turn up now. I'm cool with that. I don't care. I don't particularly like the Mandarin. They've but... then uh, they've undone that. You know the little one shot shorts that they do. There's one of those that shows Trevor in prison. And there's a guy doing a series of interviews with him. And he kills one of the guards. He kills this other guy. He's right. the Mandarin's got a message for you. He wants his name back. Oh, wow. Where yeah. are these? That's, um, you know, the little one-shots that come with the Blu-rays. I haven't, I haven't watched them on Blu-ray. Oh, oh my God. Neither have I. Is there something that exists I don't know about? Yeah, there's a bunch of this stuff. It's like um, when you see Agent Sitwell and Phil Coulson having a chat about who they're going to send to talk to Thunderbolt Ross. I have no and idea what you're talking about. You just blow my mind. Yeah, we're going to send the consultant. And then at the end of Incredible Hulk, Tony Stark turns up. Yes. There's a, there's a bunch of these little tie-ins. But yeah, this one, which shows... Because there's a bunch of... Like, Peggy Carter had one um, before, well before 
the movie came out, which showed her getting recruited by Howard Stark to be found shield. There's a bunch of these things that are out there. How do I find them? Um, I'm fairly certain they're on YouTube. I'll track them down and shoot you the link. Oh, man, that's incredible. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's one this thing is that... Thing, hang on, hang on. We'll get back to that in a second. I want to finish this bit on the Mandarin before we yes. lose it again. This whole thing was like, he's turned up, he's done this interview thing, Mandarin's got a message for you, he wants his name back. Yeah, that's incredible. If that had been post-credits for yeah. Iron Man 3, completely different film. Yes. Yes. Because that's been... what I thought in that film. I was like, okay, but you've you've just retconned one of his biggest villains. Yeah. Like, you've just taken... You've taken away the Joker, effectively, from yeah. Batman. Yeah. For sure. It, it's, it's, it's something that serious. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or like, maybe like like the Riddler. Yes. You know, like, yeah. because, you know, like, you've got... <coughs> you've got a big bad who the whole thing is predicated on, and then you're like, wait, 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 wait he actually doesn't exist. Yeah. We made him up. Which, That's what I felt they did, though. Like, they pretended that they made this guy named the Mandarin up. Which I like as a concept. I like the idea of using that sort of, mm. here's the mouthpiece, but here's what's really happening over here. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that they did it with the Mandarin. Yeah, that, 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 that's my point, is that it's, it's, a, it's a really cool idea, and I'm totally fine with them doing it, but why did you do it with the Mandarin? Yeah. Because, like... It, it, like In the like, first one, they hinted at him with the Ten Rings. Mm. The terrorist cell. Yeah, yeah. Since first film right the way through. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. They, they, they've been dropping the Mandarin all it's, the way in. Yep. And then they're like, oh, by the way, this guy that we've been feeding you for eight years or five years, he's not real. Yeah. He's just a, he's a, drug, a drug addicted old actor. Yeah. Which, again, the execution of was hilarious. It was brilliant. <laughs> Hello, Trevor. Trevor Slattery. Yeah. How'd they get you to do this? Drugs. Lovely drugs. Yeah. <laughs> At about that point, that's where that movie falls apart. Yeah. And like the whole thing where... We're just going to let Iron Patriot onto the plane. We're not going to check his face. Make sure there's actually Rhodey in the suit. No. Yeah. And the whole thing was like, let's go and save everybody and do this big human chain where they're all holding hands flying. Mm. No. Yeah, the, the monkey chain. The monkey chain. Absolutely, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It just, so much of that film... What makes you work. think that that woman in the middle can hold the six below her? Come on. Because there's a line. I, I didn't pick it up till the second or third time I've seen it. I haven't seen it any more than that. Subsequent viewings... He actually says that he's run a, a very low-level current through them, so that's all clenched their hands and none of them can let go. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I know we're talking comic books, but come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. These are these these are the films that gave us like Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, Winter Soldier. Mm. It gave us that and things like the Avengers. <coughs> Suddenly, we're getting an electrical current that's going to MacGyver it, so you can't let go. No. I think Iron Man Three is the one time they overreached. Yeah, like that. They, 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 that that was when they were like, Robert Danger is making us a buttload of cash. We're gonna give him another movie. Yeah, you know. And look, it's it, it still holds up in the if you were sat down and watched a marathon. Yeah, it gives you what you want. Yep. But it's the weaker of of the rest. I think it's the weakest of all of them. Yeah, I, I would I would say the same thing. Yeah, without a doubt. Which we, at this point we're probably not going to get an Iron Man for, and I'm okay with that. Well, I well, you've been hearing a lot of whispers around. Captain America Civil War is actually going to be Captain America Iron Man Civil War. Yeah. I've heard that quite a bit because he's going to be... He's ob- he's actually the main player yeah. in that film. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot of Tony Stark, not a lot of Iron Man. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. like we said before, Tony Stark's just as important yeah. as Shellhead. But I think a lot of the problem that I had personally when I went to see Iron Man 3 is that watching him come off Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, i.e. Avengers... You had so much of him as Iron Man doing his Iron Man thing, and then when he didn't do it barely at all in that film, and even when he did it, none of the suits felt special mm. because there were so many of them. He was just jumping back and forth when he just had the Mark Three or the Mark Six or whatever. Mm. 
that's his Iron Man suit, as opposed to he's a squillion of them that he's not even controlling. Yeah. I think that lessened a lot of them <coughs> as well. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, I was overwhelmed. Yeah. With Iron Man, you know, like yeah. with Iron Man 3, it was it, it should have been a case of, as you say, like that's his suit. Yeah. You know, it's... it's you, he builds you under- one, he improves it and moves on to the next. Yeah. Like Ultron did with his bodies. Yeah, you understand that he's got spares, but they would be prototypes. Yeah. You know, like they would be like in... Um... Oh, I've lost it now. But you, you, you would... Actually, like they do in, in the... When you see his garage and there's like a couple of different Iron Man suits, yeah. you imagine that when his Mark Six gets damaged, yep. he's got to go back to his original Mark Two, yeah. and it's got different limitations. Yep. And he like he goes to hit someone with a repulsor ray at a bit of a further distance, like oh shit, wrong suit. Yeah, have a good range on it. Yeah, you know, like you imagine it's like that. Yeah. You know, it, but then he had this legion of yeah. suits that were the exact same suit he was wearing. He could have. Fallen out of the, the suit. It didn't, he actually did he it. He did. He falls out of the suit and falls into another he suit. He jumps back and forth between a bunch of them. Yeah. And that's what lessens the whole thing. Yeah, I thought that too. It was like, well, why even get in the suit? Yeah. Why not Why not Oracle it? Yeah. Well, why that's not? what he was doing with all the others that were just flying around. Yeah, why, why bother? Yeah. It, 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 and you shouldn't be posed that question. Yeah. Like, you, you know, it, 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 you shouldn't be well, able to ask that question. It should be, well, Iron Man's in the suit because Iron Man's in the suit. Well, it's, I think the worst case of that in that whole film was when he did the monkey chain. And then the suit gets hit with the car and explodes, and then you see Tony with a headset on somewhere else. Yeah. Using a remote control. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, if you can do that, and you can use it to its full capabilities by remote control, why ever get in it? Yeah, why ever put it on? Yeah, why ever, why ever put it on? It just makes you look like a malignant narcissist. Short of transport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Unless you've got to get back to the tower or you've got to fly somewhere, why ever get in this yeah. thing? Because <coughs> Iron Man is the one guy in the Avengers who's trying to end it. Yeah. He's the one guy who has an end game. Yeah. You know, Steve Rogers is constantly at war. He's happy to keep doing it because he's a soldier. Yeah, because he believes firmly in crime than punishment. Yeah. He will not preempt a crime. He's not going to be proactive. No, and he won't be because he thinks it's immoral. Yeah, which, know? again, makes that character interesting. Exactly right. And with Iron that Man, dynamic against Tony. Yeah, where Iron Man's endgame is, no, 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 no. The endgame here is to end people's suffering. Yeah, we stop this now. Yeah, let, the, the sooner we stop this world problem, the sooner we get to go home. He <laughs> says that in um, Age, of, Age of Ultron. Oh, does he? Yeah, he, he says, isn't that the mission? Yes. Yeah. Uh, isn't the point so we can go home? Yeah, there's always one more mission. There's always good... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Isn't, when, they're chopping, when they're chopping the wood. Yeah. So isn't that the point? We're, su- we're supposed to get to go home. So that's always in his mind. Yeah. So then when he has the Legion... he just wants of, to go and live on a farm with Pepper Potts. Yeah. So in when, when you have the Legion, even though that film's before it, that's always been Tony Stark's mission, is to yeah. get to the end... Be done. And be done. He doesn't want to be Iron Man all the time. No. So in that film where he's got a ton of suits, it's like, well... If you can do that, why get in the suit? Yeah. Why not control it from your farm with Pepper? Yeah. Well, just sit there. Or, if Jarvis can do control all of those other suits, why are you even involved? Yeah. Sort of, give the suit, go and stop that guy. Yeah. And off they toddle. Just flick Jarvis a text. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Or have an earpiece. Yeah. You know, you could literally be kicking back in the middle of nowhere, saving New York City. Yep. You know, and, and that's... <coughs> I thought that was... Uh, a mistake by DC by allowing you to even question that. Yeah. By allowing you that question to seep into your mind, they shouldn't have let that happen. No, not at all. You know, because then it, it did cheapen that character for a little bit and then they saved him big time in uh, Age of Ultron. By completely ignoring Iron Man 3. Yeah, exactly right. 
Exactly right. It was like, yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, there is no reference to any of that. No. He, he blew up all his suits and off he was going to toddle. Suddenly he's got the Iron Legion, he's running the whole thing, he's back in the suit. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think that comes out of Winter Soldier where um, S.H.I.E.L.D. falls apart. Yeah. And Tony picks up the pieces. Yeah, but there's no mention of that happening. Other no. than at the very end when you see Maria Hill going through, going through an interview at Stark Enterprises. Yes. So she ends up back with S.H.I.E.L.D. anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's the only real hint that Stark really stepped in. Well, I think, I think what they're going to do in Civil War is I think Tony Stark might run S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But because ha- he does it. Yeah. Continuity, he does do yeah. that. Yeah, that's, yeah. But my question then becomes, how is that going to tie into the TV series? Do you watch the series? I have, yeah. I'm not, I'm not up to date, but I've seen one and two. Of this year? Yeah. Of all the seasons? Oh, all, all the seasons. I've only seen season one and two. Right. Um, so you haven't picked it up again for season three? No. Um, but I think, I think they can do it in the same way they do... Nick Fury? Yeah, and alternatively, uh, Robert Redford's character. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, just refer to him as the director. Yeah. Mr. Stark. He doesn't have to turn up. Yeah. He's not, he's running the place. He's not worried about field missions. Yeah, that's not his go. No. I think that's a, really surprised we haven't got to the show yet. Um, It's a show that probably doesn't necessarily need to exist, and is very hit and miss. I thought that all the way through. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't like Sky. No. Now that she's stopped calling herself Sky and is now calling herself Daisy and has embraced being Quake, mm. she's less painful yeah. this season. But she's been the problem the whole way through. Her and, um, I want to say Ward? Yeah, Ward. My friend Sarah calls him boring but generic. Yeah. Yeah, this he is... really is. He, he looks like a stunt double for James Bond. Yeah, absolutely does. Once they brought Mockingbird in, I'm like, okay, you're an interesting character. I've got someone to get behind. Mm. But I think that show, the first sort of two-thirds of the first season, was filler. Mm. And then, um, with the soldier dropped, and then suddenly the show had something to do. Yeah, and I I like that there's something that follows the threads the whole way through, but it doesn't necessarily even need to really do what it does. Yeah, look, it, it's it's okay to tread water, but you don't have to. Yeah, like they could they could have they, they could have spawned that TV show out of Winter Soldier. They didn't have to lead into and come out of. Yeah, they could have just come out of. Yeah, it could have just been like this is the fallout from Shield. Yeah. You know, like... <coughs> nothing happens in that first season and a half other than the guest appearance from Peter McNichol as an Asgardian. Yeah, it's... It, it, what's um, Lady Sif? Did yeah. she turn up? Yeah, she turned up later. Yeah. After um, Dark World. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. When they did the clean-up. Yeah. Like, if, if, I, if, if I'm Marvel and I have that show, I'm making all the Avengers go on that show. Yeah. yeah. I'm making Steve Rogers turn up one day. I'm making Chris Evans turn up one day. Scarlett Johansson's coming in the next. Yeah. Tony Stark is coming past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even or, if it's for a single scene. It's like, guys, we're paying you money. Yeah. Like, even though Marvel doesn't traditionally pay well. Yeah. They 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 have a, a very interesting pay scheme where they'll bring in an actor, pay them peanuts, and then back-end their contract. Yeah. It's like Tony Stark, um, Robert Downey Jr. got paid peanuts to do Iron Man 1. That's the best film. Yeah. But now he gets a cut of the profit. Yeah. I think only him and Chris Evans get it. Yeah, because Chris Evans was on like three hundred grand to do the first Avenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's the spearhead of the Marvel universe. Yeah, him and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and I think they're the only two characters that actually get a cut of the takings. Yeah, because without them, it all falls apart. Yeah, you know, like one day I want to see um, Falcon take oh. over Captain America. Yep, because. I want to see that. Like, it's like I want to see Idris Elba as Batman. As Batman. Yeah. But I don't want to see him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 
That's like, interesting. I, we, we, sp- we spoke about this on an episode of the show. Yes. Like, <clears throat> I'm totally fine with um, race, race changing of characters. Yep. And, but Batman doesn't have to be white. No. Batman can be Asian, but Bruce Wayne does. Yeah. Bruce Wayne already is white. You want to put a black dude in the suit? That's fine. Make a black character put in the suit. Spider-Man did it. Miles Morales. Oh, yep. You know what I mean? It's like when um, Dick got in the, in the Batman suit. Yep. He was Batman, but he wasn't Bruce Wayne. No. Do you know what I mean? That's fine. Batman's going to live on forever. You want to put a black Batman in? Awesome. Let's do it. Let's make it Idris Elba. Case in point, John Stewart was Green Lantern. Yeah. Exactly right. Simon Baz as Green Lantern. Perfect example. You know what I mean? It's like the, 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 the symbolism will live on. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's in the suit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Don't don't shit on all this history of Bruce Wayne by going, oh, look, we've got to be PC. We've got to make Batman back. Because that's all it is. It's all it's a PC move. Yeah. That's all it would be. But by the same token, though, the same people, if you made, like, your Falcons or those sorts of people white, up in arms. God help you. Fuck. It, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would almost ruin Marvel. Yeah. It would be that much of a blowback. I'd, I'd really enjoyed Anthony Mackie as Falcon, though. <laughs> big time yeah. big time he's, he's very very good I was really disappointed he didn't have more to do in Age of Ultron like when War Machine turned up at the end I was a little annoyed he didn't have Falcon in tow yeah yeah, that would that would have been possible yeah because they were both in the film already yeah what do you think about the hinted Avengers oh the end the of the new team Vision Scarlet Witch War Machine Falcon yeah it's very diverse I think it's weak very with Captain America and Scarlet Witch leading it, yeah. uh, and Black Widow. Yeah, it's they don't have a big gun. Scarlet Witch is their big gun, but yeah. she's no Hulk. No, you don't have the weapon. You only have to fire once. Yeah, you don't have that, and every big team needs that. Otherwise, yeah. they're vulnerable. The, and I think this is half the problem people have with Justice League because they're all that. Yeah, they're all big guns. Yeah, but that's always been the Justice League. Yeah, the Justice League has always been bigger than the Avengers because yeah. the Justice League is made up of the biggest, the baddest guns. Who only ever come together to deal with the biggest threats. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, can we have Brainiac on the big screen one day? Please. He's got to come up, man. I, I had heard he was being pitched for Man of Steel 2, but they've put that movie on hold. Yeah. Man of Steel 2 has been put on hold indefinitely, so I don't know. Like, He'd almost have to be a Justice League villain, wouldn't he? You'd have to think so. But now, like if they are going cinematic universe, he can be in any movie because they can all turn up. Well, that is true because they're all having blink and you miss it cameos in Batman Five Superman. Yeah, that's right. Batman Five Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even you know, Batman's going to be in Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know, like it's and as a shared universe, you can do that, and that's how mm. things work. Well, how do you feel about the fact that Marvel and all their TV shows tie into the into the movies, but DC have drawn the line and said no, the Arrowverse stuff like Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow that isn't involved with the movies and the very cast of Flash. Oh, they missed the boat, man. Yeah. They missed a real opportunity there. Like, it would have been... Because Grant so- Gustin is really good in that show. He's great, but he needs to be blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm a stickler for things like that in characters. Like, I, will, I refuse to watch Supergirl. She's not blonde. I like it. It's fun. I won't watch it. Because she's not blonde? No, because she's not blonde. Purely, that that's the only reason. Because to me, when you're... T- when, when, when the... The canon of the character exists in a visual medium. Yeah. You need to be true to that. That's right. You know? Like, it's... 
it's book adaption, different story. Yeah, exactly right. Because it's all interpreted. Yeah. But it, the 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 canon of that character, where their origin, where they come from, the sole reason they exist is in visual medium. Yeah. You need to be true to that, to the best of your ability. Say what you want about that Helen Slater film. She looked like Supergirl. Hundred percent. Terrible film. Yeah. But she looks like Supergirl. That's right. And. You know, they could have just dyed this chick's hair blonde. Yeah. Put a wig on her. Yeah. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. That's um, Emily Clark. She doesn't have blonde hair. No. She's a brunette. Put a wig on her. It looks real. Yeah. Just put a wig on her. Yep. Simple as that. I think that's a lot of the problem I have with Laurel being the Black Canary. Other than she's a shit character. Yeah. I hate her. So do I. I hate her. Her sister is, like, Sarah Lance on Arrow is a much closer version of Dinah Lance than they're ever going to get. Yeah. She, she is comic character. She, that's, that's Dinah Lance. Mm. Not this fucking other bullshit they're trying to give us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think with, with the TV stuff, I think they've just really missed a golden opportunity because DC have, in my personal opinion, better characters. Yeah, absolutely. And they have much, characters that are much more adaptable to television. Yeah. Like the Green Arrow. It's amazing on television. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch a Green Arrow film. I don't think it'd be as convincing. I, I, I lie. I would watch it, but I don't, I don't th- think it, it'd work. It's the same as Hawkeye. Hawkeye's not going to get his own movie. No. Nor should he. No. Because they're not that character. Yeah. But over 35, 40 minutes, fucking rock on. Yeah, that's it's metal. Yeah, that's you know? Green Arrow doing his thing. And it? I think what, what DC could have done that Marvel haven't done yet is take a TV character, put him on the big screen, yep. then send him back to TV. Flash. You know what I mean? Because you would not necessarily need to use Stephen Amell, because Green Arrow is only ever sort of a sometimes in the Justice League. But if you use Grant Gustin's Flash from the show, he's in Justice League the movie, he's back on the telly, you're 100% spot on. That's right. And, and all it is is beam me up, Scotty. Yep. You know, send me up to the tower. Yep. He's up there. Manhunter's going to do his. Yep. He's sciencing around, he's loving life, he's sent back on the ground, he hits the ground running, boom, he's back on CW. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. No reason. <laughs> they, they, they really missed an opportunity there. With how, like, when you're talking about, let, 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 let's talk TV, yep. right? You've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yep. Agent Carter. Yep, Agent Carter was very good. Yeah, but let, let's say you haven't seen any of them. I'm just putting names out there. Okay, yep. You've fine. got S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And you've got The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. Right? Yep. Let's say they're, they're there's eighty three. So you've got three of the biggest characters in all of comic books. Yep. Then you've got... Two nobody dickheads and a guy that hasn't done anything in 20 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The only reason they work so well is because Marvel puts a lot of money into them and they care about them. They made them good. Yeah. But on face value alone... Because Daredevil could have been a shit Could have been terrible. But on face value alone, DC wins the TV battle hands down. Oh, yeah, without even trying. Hands down. And they missed a golden opportunity to take those characters like Supergirl. Right, there is no reason why Batman versus Superman, when they're fighting, the Supergirl can't pop in and be like, "Holy shit, Clark's getting his ass kicked." Yep. You know what I mean? Give Batman a slap. Yep. Batman sticks her with a bit of kryptonite, and off she goes. And she, off she goes, and she fucks off back to National City. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no reason that couldn't have happened. Yep. They've even given her the same suit. Yeah. So continuity-wise, all that's not happening is that TV. Movie barrier. Yep. You know, they missed an opportunity with it. I think part of the problem was the Suicide Squad. Arrow had already done it. Yeah. And then when they wanted to do the movie, those TV actors, you couldn't then transplant from two episodes of a TV series. Yeah, but it's comic books. Just ignore it. 
We do it all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. We do it all the time. Yep. Like, Rhodey. Yeah? Yep. No, definitely. Rhodey went from whoever that other... Terrence Howard to... Yeah. Um... Terrence Howard, the wife beater, to John Shadil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we do it all the time. We ignore people all the time. We ignore plot holes all the time because yep. we don't want to see them. Because there are no shortage of plot holes in any of these Marvel films. That's right. We ignore them all the time. So just forget the dudes, the Suicide Squad. Actually, keep keep uh, Deadshot. He was amazing. He's better than Will Smith. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about Will Smith in that movie? One of these things is not, not like the other. other. Yeah. One of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah, 100%. And, it's, and look, I know it's... To me, it is purely... It's like, listen, guys, why do we have to be PC about this shit? Why, why do comic book characters influence social justice issues? Always have done. McCarthy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, to me, it's, it's a thing of like, why do we have to be PC about a bullshit nobody character like Deadshot? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just make him that rich white kid with a fucking moustache. Call him Floyd Lawton. He's a sleazy white guy. Yep. Yeah. Why do we have to appease these sycophantic idiots that aren't even going to go and see the fucking movie anyway? No, you know, I've got no problem. Like I said, I've got no problem with black characters, Asian characters, women characters. It doesn't yeah. matter. But Floyd Lawton already exists. Yeah, he already exists. You want to bring in a character like that? Bring one in. Yeah. Make one up. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Who cares? Which is what they've done on Arrow, on um, on Flash now, with the other half of Firestorm. Yeah. Whoever this dude is, this Jax, whatever his name is, this black kid, that could have just as easily been Jason Rush, the other half of Firestorm, after it was Ronnie Raymond. Yeah. But they've just made up a dude yeah. who is the same character, just with a different name. Yeah. I'm, who- I'm all for that. I'm so... I really hate PC in comic books, because... Look at fucking Power Girl. PC doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's my best example. Yeah, hundred percent. And that, that's the thing. Like I, 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 re- I really hate when it influences like like social, um, or pop culture. Yeah, because pop culture doesn't mean anything. No, that's it, why it's called pop culture. Yeah, it, there's not none of it's real. This is all fake, make believe. Yeah. Why does real world social injustice have to influence this? Why do we have to make Deadshot black? Because reasons. It'll make people happy. Yeah. It'll, it'll make people who have nothing to do with what we're doing over here happy. Yeah. I'm all for, I'm, like I said, my perfect example is I'm all for a black Batman. There's not black, not a black Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Call him John D. Yeah. He can still be Batman, yeah. but his, old, his alter ego is actually an Australian yeah. who's got a kind of old cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... It, it, that would work for me. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch it three times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like like Batman. Batman Incorporated. There's your example right there. Use any of those guys. Give me you, any of them. Use the fucking Night Runner. Give me Sean Ball Valley. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me any of those dudes and call them Batman. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Don't call him Bruce Wayne. Yeah. If he's going to be not... Yeah. If he's not... If, if, <coughs> if you're going to give me the French Batman... The dude who gets too fat and you know becomes famous and all that sort of shit. Yep, that's cool. And he wants to take over the bat suit in Gotham because Bruce Wayne is dead. That's fine too. Awesome. Bring him in. You know the the names needs to stay alive, but you don't need to give me black Bruce Wayne. No. Nah. You know that's a to me. You know what it is? It's a cop out. Yes, it's a cop out. It's like where's your creativity? 
Give me someone new. Make something up. Yeah, create something. Yeah, you know, Which don't is- cop out and, and give in to these fucking lunatics who are like, why are you, Why does Bruce Wayne have to be white? Is because that-, that character is white. Yeah, because that- why does John Stewart have to be black? That's the point I was making earlier about yeah. Falcon. Yeah, exactly right. You know, and John Stewart's a prime example of it. Mm. They wanted to, they wanted a black Green Lantern, but they couldn't just paint Kyle Rayner or Hal Jordan. They went bugger it. Let's make up someone new. Yeah, and with a character like Green Lantern, you can. Yeah, and he's probably one of he's probably one of the stronger Green Lantern yeah. characters. And to a whole generation of comic fans, he's he Green is. Lantern because yeah. of that Justice League cartoon. Yeah, and I would love nothing more because we haven't even talked about the most of the upcoming plans for a lot of these things, in, especially in the DC side. Green Lantern Corps is coming in, in 2020. Give us John Stewart. Yeah. I'd be happy to not even see Hal Jordan on screen. Mm. I liked the idea of Chris Pine playing Hal Jordan. That would have been cool, but apparently he's now playing Steve Trevor. In Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did but hear that. He would have made a really, really good Hal Jordan. Mm. But now, bugger that off and give us anybody. Give us give us Kyle Rayner. Fuck. Give us Guy Gardner. Mm. Give us a ranger. Fuck. Yeah. Give us anyone. Yeah. Just, just give us something. Yeah. yeah. But I would I would love to see John Short because that's the Green Lantern I came in with mm. thanks to that cartoon. Yeah. I've since discovered Kyle Rayner and went, yes. Mm. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Kyle Rayner's always been my... Yeah. Because I my, introduce, my introduction to Green Lantern was Morrison's run on JLA. That'll do it. Mm. And that was, that was incredible. Like, you know, with Superman's in the blue suit. Yeah. He's a pure power and shit. Yeah. That... that that was my introduction to Greenland, and then I went off and read all my Kyle Rayner stuff. But yep. that's where I, that's where I came to it. Yeah. So yeah, that will definitely yeah. 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 No, Kyle's probably the most interesting. I would love to see Kyle. That would be amazing. Mm. But yeah, the the disconnect just bringing it back between what DC could have done by incorporating their TV stuff into their movie stuff just doesn't. Yeah. Golden opportunity missed. Yeah. That, that's 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 the bottom line is that they had an opportunity there, and I think they did it to spite Marvel. Okay. Because I think they were like, no, we're not doing what Marvel's doing, guys. We're we're taking our shit seriously. We're not trying to make money for with kids. They're trying to make money. Don't get yep. me wrong, because that's the whole purpose of this business to make money. That's all it's about. But I think what they're what what they're doing is like, no, 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 guys. We're not trying to sell action figures alone. Yeah. We're trying to take this shit seriously. It's the reason that they're kicking it off with a very very serious director. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yep. didn't just go to anyone. Yep. You know, like, like Marvel did with Favreau. They didn't go to Favreau, which, to be fair, Favreau did an amazing job, but he's not. He was a gamble. Yeah. He was a huge gamble. And so was Robert Downey Jr. If, he'd, if they had messed that up, it, it would have just been like, okay, guys, you gave us Iron Man, go away. Yeah. You know? But they didn't. No. But that, I think what DC's done is they've gone, we're not taking any of those chances. We're taking this shit really, yep. really seriously, and... That this is what you're gonna get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and we're not doing what Marvel's done and you know, locking everything together all the time. I think the continuity in the DCU is gonna be a lot looser than the MCU. Yeah. The MCU is every single it, it's interlocked at every point. Yeah. It is a sphere. Yeah. You can't get outside it. No. Do you know what I mean? Even the fucking the guardians are in that. Yeah. Because you've got like Tesseract, all the stems, all the all the stones, because the Tesseract made its way from Earth. To Asgard, to the Collector. Yeah, exactly right. And throughout all the space films in Marvel, you've got Thanos. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you know right. So he, I, I'm assuming he's coming in Avengers, the next Avengers. Film. I would assume Infinity War is. Yeah, Infinity War one and two will be him. Yeah, so Portland. that and, and that's and that's going to be the next Avengers film. Yeah, because that's that's you know even when um when Thor leaves 
the new Avengers thing out in the paddock. Yeah. And he's like, you know, someone's been playing games and they're not messing around. I need to find out who it is. Yeah, six of these stones have turned up in as many years. Yeah. You know, and, that, and, and what does Robert Downey say? That man has no regard for lawn maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what, though? That's why that Iron Man works. Because he says shit like that. Yeah. Like, that man is playing Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone else... Anyone else see that? I saw you, man. Yeah, you thought we thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Yeah. Slight tangent. I got to shout that in an arcade a couple of years ago, just after the movie came out. Sit <laughs> at um, outside Crown, mm. Crown Crown Entertainment Complex in Melbourne, outside the laser tag area, because you know I was thirty at the time. It's what you do when you yeah. go to Melbourne. Sitting, they had a flat tabletop machine. I didn't even think the guy was playing Gallagher. I just shouted, I'm like, that man was playing Gallagher. <laughs> he's looked at me like he thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. My mate was with his, like, oh, God, you are such a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, I, just even nerdy, I, just, I just shouted it. <laughs> yep. That's incredible. But whenever, when else are you going to get to do that? And you can't let it go by. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so we're at the two hours and 40 minute mark. Of a show that of a show that usually goes an hour. Wow. A bit, yeah. Apparently we've had a lot to say about these films. Yeah. Uh, so we should wrap it up because you've got a bit of a drive ahead of you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so final thoughts on the upcoming the upcoming films that have been announced. Have you got your list handy? Yeah. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll give you I'll give you the one I'm most excited for. So that, and the upcoming DC films, right? Because we've said a lot about Marvel. Yeah. So we've got Batman there's more v- of that to talk about. Yeah. So we've got Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad. JLA Part 1, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Justice League 2, Shazam, Green Lantern, Cyborg, and then they're talking about another Batman Superman film, maybe. And they've also announced, they haven't given any dates, but they're going to do solo Batman at some point. Yes, and I'm guessing it's going to be before or after Aquaman. Yeah. Because they've got to do it before Justice League Part 2. Yeah. And they'll probably lead into Just League Part 2, which I'm assuming is going to be something around the Flashpoint Paradox yep. with the Flash. Yeah. Um, but I, to be honest, I'm most excited about Wonder Woman. Yeah. After Batman v Superman, let's table that one. Yeah. Because I'm chomping at the bit to see that. I'm cautiously optimistic for that. I'm as excited about that as as Dave Longo is to see Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to see it three or four times that day. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I will I will be seeing that film a lot. Yeah. I, I'm just, I cannot wait. I am the ultimate Batman fan. Yeah. And so let's table that one. Table that one. because Wonder was, Woman. Yeah. I'm really excited to see a convincing Wonder Woman. You know why? Finally. Because Marvel hasn't given me one yet. A, con- a convincing female-led film? Yeah. Or a female-led film? Yeah. They haven't given me one yet. Yep. And Wonder Woman For is... a dozen movies that Marvel have done. Yeah. Wonder Woman Marvel is really, and Man of the Wasp notwithstanding yeah so um, Wonder Woman is really that character of you know like not all princesses need to be saved yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like she's she's designed to be that rough and tumble sexy smart yeah ass kicking machine but, she's got it all but she loves everyone yeah She's the heart and soul of the Justice League, but we'll fuck you up if need be. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, sorry, wait up. She, she, she grew up in a world that knew no pain. They yeah. didn't know war. Even though they were a warrior race, yeah. they didn't know war because they separated themselves from men and they advanced so quickly yeah. without men. Yep. With, you know, without, without guys just blowing shit up all the time. Yep. They advanced. So she's and she's from an advanced race. Yeah. She's sexy. She's smart. Yep. She's super powerful. 
and you know to go all to go all dad for a second I'm really I've got two girls yeah really looking forward to girls being able to look up to someone other than Elsa yeah or, I'm saying, or Anna. I've got I've got a four year old girl she loves a lot of the female characters but you cannot get anything mm. with these people on it yeah yeah I'm I'm just really looking forward to the day when like you know the most the most popular character in the world because don't forget females are fifty one percent of the population. Yep. So the most popular character in the world being Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know I was really disappointed with the casting. Um, Initially I was, or still? Still. Yep. I was I was still hanging out for Megan Gale. I you know who I was keen for Katie Sapoff. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, but I, a Starbucks. Yeah. I. When I when I heard about remember that they were going to do the Justice League film a couple of years ago they yeah. were going to film it here yeah because she she was cast she was cast and I was like oh my god that's amazing she's that's, very Amazonian that's money yeah she's very she she's she's as well cast as Robert Downey Jr was as Tony Stark she would have been yeah she, you know she's six foot one something ridiculous. something she's very tall um she, I think I think she's only just shorter than me yeah she's quite broad yep she's very very pretty yep she's very powerful looking she's, yeah she pulled off the Amazonian look without ever filming a, a yeah. frame of film yeah without ever opening her mouth yeah I thought wow and then she was in um, Fury Road yeah she was quite good in that yeah and I thought wow like that man Marvel missed the boat there with that one that would yeah. be good I think this chick will be great yep um but they're playing the Amazonians as I mean, I want to say physically, like almost more European or like Greek. Yeah, rather which you know, with the mythology of it, kind of, of makes they are makes sense. Yeah, they are. Um, I, I just I know I would I don't buy her as because power doesn't necessarily translate to strength. Yeah, you know, she looks strong and she looks like I could kick your ass, but that's not power to me. Yeah, that's, that's not the internal power that she's got. No, she doesn't command the attention and the respect that Wonder Woman does in the books. Because in the books, there is. She will go toe-to-toe with Superman, and I'm not talking about physically. No. She's about the only one that will ever truly stand up to him. Yeah, because I mean, she Bruce was Bruce raised... does it, but he knows he'll get his ass kicked if he goes too far. Yeah. Yeah, well, Br- Bruce does it from the point of view of, like, don't forget I've got kryptonite. Yeah. No? <laughs> you keep getting out of line, I will go to my safe and get that rock. Because you gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I will go and get it. It's it's the, it's the equivalent of your mum saying, "I've got a wooden spoon." Yep. If you keep going, yep. I'm going to hit you with it. Yep. Whereas, Whereas Diana will just go, "If you hit me, Clark, I will hit you back." Yeah. Or it's, I will hit you first. It's bang. She was raised in a world where you don't take crap from men. Yeah. You don't let men step out of line. Yeah, and that's why she, and in the fifty-two, that's why they're a couple, mm. which works for me. Yeah, it's 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 to me, it's it was the inevitable. Thing I would have liked to have seen them dance around it for a lot longer. Yeah, after they, they, they were together like issue twelve, like like, one year in, they're together. Yeah, I was like, yeah, dance around it more. Yeah, let him try and date Lois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sell let me this trying. better. Yeah, sell me this more because like, this is that's the only lo- that's the only thing in all of comics that makes sense. Yeah, like, of course these two aliens that are indestructible end up together because who else are they gonna fucking be with? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like but Kevin Smith said it in all rats. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if they had sex, you'd blow the top of the head off. Yeah, he'd yeah. blow a load like a shotgun. Yeah. Wonder Woman's Amazonian woman's the only one that could take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if Lois gets a tan, the baby would kick right through her uterus. That's right. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's 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 the only logical point. But I don't know. I'm really excited for the Wonder Woman. I'm and I'm equally as excited for um, Grant Morrison's uh, Wonder Woman Earth One. Yes. 
Those Earth ones are great. I'm looking forward to that more than any other comic book. Yeah. It's it, yep. one because I'm a huge Grant Morrison fan, but if you've heard the you hear the, the interview with Grant Morrison on Fat Man or Batman, yes, he does. He he tells he, he drops that's where he dropped the Wonder Woman bomb. It was yeah. four or five years ago he's been working on it. Yeah, it's been a while now because he did Multiversity in between it. Yeah, um, which was just baffling. And um, the history behind Wonder Woman is amazing. Yeah. She, it made me respect that character so much more. Like yep. I always thought it was just like, no, no, we've got Superman, we've got Batman, now we need a chick. Yeah. But no, it didn't come from that. No, it you know, came from a very, yeah. a, a much more credible place. You know, it's, it's probably, she's probably the most credible character in all of DCU. Like, all the other ones are just, just, um, Creative. flights of fancy. To sell books. Yeah. Yeah. They're just flights of fancy. It was like, oh man, what would happen if a guy could be bulletproof and jump over buildings? He'd be super. It's called Superman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Wonder Woman really comes from a place from like, you know, the psychologist who yeah. lived in an open relationship. Yeah. And, you know, helped. It was one of the, one of the guys that helped invent the, the polygraph. Yeah. And, you know, it, She's got a really interesting, like real character history. Yeah. As yeah. well as the fictional one. Yeah. Her Speaking in, of bats. Yeah. Her inspiration is real. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm really looking forward to both of them. You know which one I'm really keen for? And I'm not just going to say Green Lantern Corps because I'm a Green Lantern guy. Aquaman. Jason Momoa was Aquaman. I'm just really worried it'll look too much like Waterworld. That's the only worry I've got. I'm really worried about like Aquaman to me is almost like the Hulk. Is like he's good, but can he carry a film? Well, I, just, I think I just want to see Aquaman on the screen. Yeah, whether he can do it on his own, probably not. Mm. That's the only that's the only reservation I have about it because yeah. Jason Momoa. I liked that they went with a Hawaiian. Yeah. I was like, that makes more sense than a white guy. Yeah. That makes much more sense. Yep. And I know that's contrary to what I was saying before about you know, Bruce Wayne being white. Yeah. But it's a logical jump. Yeah. It's not a... logical to make Bruce Wayne black. No. It's much more logical to go, well, the king of the sea, let's make him an islander because they live in the sea. Yeah. Like, Whereas, point being, that that makes sense because they say islanders work mm. in the sea. and Because Bruce Wayne's from old money. The Waynes are old money. There is no way an African-American family is going to be old money. No, not that kind of old money. Not that kind of old money is what I mean. I'm not, not a, oh, black people can't do things. No, that's not talking, what I'm saying at all. You're talking pre-Civil War world, world rich yes, money. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. that's where the Waynes got their money from. The Waynes and the, and the Arkhams, because they all came together. And mm. Yeah. And you're not having... And the an African, Canes? Yeah. Kathy, yeah, Canes. Yeah, Kathy Kane um, and the Cobblepots. Those mm. are the four families. Yeah. Um, Gates of Gotham is fascinating if you've ever read it. Great book. Um, Big Carl Higgins fan. Yeah, yeah, very. Um, that's why you can't have Black Batman. Yeah. Because it doesn't make that level of sense. Yeah, it, it's not a logical leap. Yeah. Whereas the Hawaiian, uh, whereas they go, well, you know what? He's yeah, like, they're they're a, they were a warrior race too. Like, make him a Maori. Yeah, that would have been a, a logical leap. Too, I'd have been okay with that too. A warrior race from the sea. Yeah. You know, like those dudes took down Captain Cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, that, it, to me, I'm totally cool with it because it makes sense. Yep. It's a total logical leap. Yep. And Aquaman being white is nothing to do with, with his character. No. It doesn't... It doesn't. He could be fucking purple. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yep. There's nothing to do with him. As you said, that's, uh, I've raised that exact point you said before. Bruce Wayne's old money. It's the only way he's able to do what he can do and not run out of money. Yeah. Because he's old money. Yep. You know? He could, he could empty his bank accounts and there'd be $10 million in the next day yep. from interest he gains from everything. Yep. He's never running out of money. Nope. You know, whereas Aquaman, it doesn't matter what color he is, it's not part of his character. Yeah. You know, Steve, Steve Curry, yeah, he's not that interesting. No. 
There Arthur Curry. Arthur Curry. Steve that's Curry's right. comedian. That's right. Yeah. He's not that interesting. You know, like I liked that uh, Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. Film. That I really was liked that. That was good. Because I'm I'm an Aquaman fan. I yeah. quite, I quite like him. The modern version of him. I yeah. like. I've liked him since the Hook. Yep. You know where he was just fuck you. Yeah, he was just come on. Yeah. I just want to fight. It's like the couple of episodes of Justice League. He's like, I will fuck you all up. Yeah, he's just a pirate. Yeah, he's just a pirate. Yeah, you know? and he he's just he's just a rough and tumble dude yep. who will go toe to toe with anyone. And there's an that's ep- the right thing to do. There's an issue apparently of Justice League from the fifty two. I haven't read it. Jesus Christ! Running out of space again. Um, where he, where he uses the um he uses the trident mm. actually pierces Superman uh, cuts Superman's skin with it. Yeah, yeah, intimidating him on a beach. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the ones I'm looking forward to. Um. Aquaman and Wonder Woman mm. because we've not seen it before. Yeah. Everything else is sort of, yeah. And because it's the woman, over on the the Marvel side of things, uh, Civil War, because it's going to be Civil War, and the Guardians sequel. Because I just love Guardians that much. Yeah, you're looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, I love Guardians that much. I'm hoping they're going to blow me away with it. Yeah. But I'm not like, I need this. I'm just like, give me more of that. And I'm okay. <coughs> I'm... Daredevil season two that I'm keen as fuck. That's for. probably what I'm most excited for coming out of Marvel. Have you seen the trailer for Jessica Jones? Yes. Oh, these these Netflix shows are where it's at. Yeah, yeah. It's the future of television. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, it's it, the 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 idea of public access TV, you know, taking forty minutes to watch a twenty minute show because of ads and all that sort of stuff. No, I would rather give you twenty bucks a month, get rid of all the ads, and give me quality TV. Yeah, give me and give me a season of it in one hit. Yeah, let me watch Daredevil across two days and then have nothing to watch for the next three hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, hundred percent, exactly right. I would much rather do that because, like, TV in Australia is going to be dead in ten years. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's going to be no TV industry here. We are going to have to have an, an Australian branch of Netflix here. Yeah. We are going to have to start making Netflix shows. We have with that Jack Irish. Have you yep. seen that? I haven't seen that. Well, you know what else is good that's coming out on Foxtel? Wentworth. The remake of Prisoner. Yes. It is phenomenal. Mm. But I'm looking forward to all that. That's week to week as well. Mm. Actually, before we go, I'm going to wrap it up with point being. The ABC tried that. They made this show called Glitch. You heard of this? No. They they started airing it on the ABC week to week, but after the first episode, they dropped the whole thing on on iView. Oh wow! And this it's basically a genre piece. It's space. It's set in the melt. It's filmed and set in a little backwater in Victoria somewhere. Only thing I want to tell you about the show is six people that have died somewhere between eighteen dickety whatever and three years before the show start get up out of the local graves. These six people just sort of get up over the span of a couple of days. Zero memory. Wow. Yeah. And the ABC made it. It's an Aussie genre piece that's good, and they dropped it in one hit. That's good. I like that. I like that they're doing that. Yeah. Because that's the future. Yeah. If they, if they stick to what they're doing now, yeah. it's going to be left behind. Yeah. And and all, all this quality Australian actors, which we do have now. Yeah. Like, some of the biggest movies and characters in the world are Australians. Thor. Yeah. You've got Thor. You've got fucking Harley Quinn. You've got Wolverine. Is she Australian? Margot Robbie? Yeah. She's fucking home and away, dude. Holy shit, she is too. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, and the Wolverine. You know yeah, mean? you're like, right. Yeah. You, you know, you've got, got Russell Crowe. Yep. You know, like, you've, you've got all these quality people. They've got nothing to do here. Mel Gibson? He's not one of ours. He's American. <laughs> he moved here when he was 10. He's not ours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He actually was my, my auntie's next door neighbour in Bundanoon. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he lived... 
there was a train track that ran through and he was on the other side of the track and they were on this side of their yeah, backyards right. but after his other yeah right yeah very loud guy I believe it very loud guy yeah like you know I, I'd be very disappointed if the Australian film and TV industry falls behind that way because yeah. we won't have any more of these people you know like that's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy because I'm a big Harley Quinn fan yep I love that she's Australian yep do you know what I mean? Like, I love Margot Robbie's kicking ass in Hollywood at the moment because it's really nice to see a talented Australian yep. doing well and not getting in shit. Yeah. You know, like, we we have a worldwide reputation of being larrikins. And Fair point. No, fairly, and we are. Own. Yeah. We essentially are. Like, part of being part of being Australian is stirring shit up. Yeah, that's what we do. You know, like, and not taking any shit. So, like, Russell Crowe didn't like what happened. He threw a phone at someone. Didn't like what someone else did. He punched him. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah, I do. I do really like that. Say, like Chris Hemsworth, he's a normal dude. He's yeah. a, he's a he's like a dedicated father. Yeah, and he's good. He's got brothers and shit. Yeah, like, all that. All of the, those people started here. Yeah, you know. And if it dies here, well, we'll never see it That's again. Right. That said, we are about to crack the three-hour mark. <laughs> we could probably keep going for another three with this sort of subject matter, but we will call it because you do have that. Quite lengthy drive ahead of you, and I need to pee something chronic. <laughs> so tell tell our people where they can find you if they don't already know, sir. Okay, so you can get me on Twitter um, at Devon Hampstead, or you can listen to my podcast and Grant's um, at Just Make It Up. We're on Podbean and iTunes. All right, beautiful. And as always, I'm on this show. You can get me at jdizzle1701 on Twitter or nerdcornerau on Twitter. I alternate between the two depending on which one I'm logged into. It's effectively me saying the same shit on both. <laughs> and email us at nerdcornerau at gmail. If you've stuck with it for the three hours, you've got some thoughts on anything we've talked about tonight, which started off as this afternoon, <laughs> feel, feel free to give us a listen. Um, thank you very much for coming up and joining me, my friend. You're very welcome. And yeah, I'd love to have you back. And yeah, I think we're done. Here's the story of a dear father we know. And his sacrifice made such a long time ago. Jorel, 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 Jorel. Gone is the father of Kalel in a Krypton town. Was a boy child's birth, but impending doom made him a savior to earth. Jorel knew Krypton's end was drawing near, which brings up the question how did soups end up here? Jorel looked it up. On Google Sky, and he said, Earth has nice folks, even though they can't fly. Jorel, 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 Jorel. Gone is the father of Kalel. He put his son. In a big comfy rock, then he stood with his wife, and they told him good luck. He gave his life.
that his one son might live who saves us quite often what a nice gift to give Jor-El, Jor-El.